Well, good afternoon, Lake Norman, and welcome to Town Talk. We're coming to you live from WSIC, the Real Talk studio nestled on the banks of beautiful Lake Norman, streaming worldwide from Louisville, Kentucky to Camden, South Carolina, population 7,907 people. I'm your host, Bill Russell, president of Lake Norman Chamber of Commerce, the largest chamber of commerce in the Charlotte region. My guests today are Beth Callahan. She's the executive director of Heinz Feet Farm. Deborah and Jeff Shook, they're the co-owners of Painted Sky Ranch. And later in the program, we have Sophie Bradford and Macy Bradford. And Bill, uh, Bill, my producer in the other room, Bill, uh, Louisville, Kentucky. Do you know what Louisville is famous for? Hmm. Not off the top of my head. Louisville Slugger? <laughs> You're absolutely right. Lu okay, Louisville Slugger. That's yep. one of them. Um, oh, wow. More? Okay. Putting me to the test with my Louisville knowledge. Uh, I imagine they got some good bourbon out there. Absolutely. It's known as the Bourbon City. Old Forester, Evan Williams, Angel's Envy. There's like 11 different distilleries there, which, by the way, Jeff, I'm a, I'm a big bourbon guy. I like Old Forester. Statesman's my favorite. Do you drink Statesman? I don't drink Statesman. Do you I, drink bourbon at all? Oh, yeah. I love oh, bourbon. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, I love, I love Old Forester. Muhammad Ali. Oh, okay. Yeah. Muhammad Ali was from Louisville. And, of course, uh, these people probably know the home of the Kentucky Derby. Absolutely. The home Amazing. of yep. the, the Kentucky Derby. And Camden, South Carolina, mean anything to you? Mm. Camden Military Academy. That's Camden, about it. Camden Military Academy. Tell me, Deborah, what is Camden, South Carolina to you? Horse capital. <laughs> it, it, it absolutely is. Uh, I'm from Rock Hill, South Carolina originally. Went to Winthrop University. And every sp spring, we went to the Carolina Cup. Every fall, we were going to the Colonial Cup. Those of you listening, um, Car uh, the, the Carolina Cup, March 30th, 2024. Colonial Cup is going to be Sunday, November 17th, 2024. We also have here in Charlotte, typically, the Queen's Cup. But do you know what's going on with the Queen's Cup? Not this year. Queen's Cup <laughs> was scheduled. So those of you who love going to the steeplechases in the Queen's Cup here at Mineral Springs, it was going to be Saturday, April 27th. It has been canceled this year because the founders of the Queen's Cup stepped down after several years. They've been doing that from the inception. They stepped down and the, the committee got together and they said, well, we still want to have the Queen's Cup, but probably want to step back a year, find out what the vision is going to be. So there is not going to be a Queen's Cup this year in Charlotte um, that uh, we can go to in Mineral Springs. So kind of some changes there. Bill, I've got some fun facts about horses and see how many of these you know. Um, Beth, I love you probably this. know. Deborah, Jeff. <laughs> Did you know horses cannot breathe through their mouth? Yes. Well, I did not know that. Did you know that? No. Okay, so, okay. Okay, so we got... Just can't even... I think I got some sound effects too, Bill. For, for every, time. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. every time I'm wrong. Horses can sleep standing up. Yes, that I do know. Is that because they nap. Is they that nap. because uh, Bill used to go to cow tipping? Did you ever cow tip as a youngster? <laughs> no, not at all. Okay, I, I'm not going to admit whether I did or not. But uh, <laughs> horses have excellent hearing. Yes. Yes. Of course. Okay. I'm all going right. with what they go with. Okay. <laughs> horses have a nearly 360 degree field of vision. True. Is that true? That is true. Yep. Wow. Should I wait and let him answer? <laughs> no, 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 no. Please, please, please. Horses have lightning fast reflexes. Yeah, I would imagine so. Yeah, absolutely. Let yeah, me tell right? you something. I, I, have, I have been on horses that uh, took off and I wasn't quite ready for them to take right. off. So yeah. always be prepared. 
foals can walk and run within a few hours after birth. Yeah. That's true. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Horses are very highly intelligent animals. I personally think so. <laughs> there are many colors and patterns of horses. This is one I didn't really know, but it makes sense. The earliest ancestor of the horse is estimated to have lived 55 million years ago. 55 wow. million years ago. And again, horses are very social animals, and we're going to talk about that in just a little <laughs> while. Um, I also came across this, and I thought this was very interesting. The top 10 horse places in the United States. And let, Deborah, we're going to see how many of these you've been uh -oh. to. <laughs> Bryce Canyon, Utah. <laughs> I don't travel a lot. <laughs> Do you come out of Mooresville at all? Not much. Okay. We got, we got 14 horses to take care of. 14 yes, horses. Yes, so. North Salem, New York. Hmm. North Salem, New York. Oh, I wouldn't have thought that. Middleburg, Virginia. Woodstock, Vermont. Aiken, South Carolina. Now, what's the significance of Aiken, South Carolina? I know you're going to know, Deborah. I'm not. I know there's a lot of horses out there, but I... Jeff? far as horses are concerned, I don't know. I know Augusta's right there close by, but you know, all right, I'm a golfer Beth, too. Beth, come on. <laughs> I do. I guess it's near Camden. Uh, all right. All right. Bill, my producer, Bill, do you do you know what the significance of Aiken, South Carolina I, is? I absolutely do not. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm the South Carolina guy, so I'm the right. Oh, okay. Right. The Aiken Trials. The Aiken Trials, just like the, the Colonial Cup and the Carolina Cup, Aiken, South oh, Carolina, okay. the Aiken Trials. I've been to the Aiken Trials a few times. It's, it's, just, it's just great. Um, Woodside, California is another one. Wellington, Florida. I wouldn't have thought Wellington, Florida. I wouldn't have thought Florida really is a tremendous horse place. Louisville, Kentucky. We just named Kentucky a little while ago. Ocala, Florida. And then the number one top 10 horse places in the United States. Morrisville, North Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Austin, Texas. <laughs> you know what? It, sh it should be. Maybe tied. Uh, but uh, Lexington, Kentucky. Okay. All right. Lexington, Kentucky. So, um, Beth, you, you heard some of that. Uh, you are the executive director at Heinz Feet Farm. Um, I know what Heinz Feet is, but explain what is Heinz Feet Farm? So Heinz Feet Farm is a nonprofit organization that cares for individuals with traumatic brain injuries. Okay. So we have residential support where they live on the farm, and then we also have a day program here and one in Asheville. Okay. And, and for those of you not familiar, where is uh, Heinz Feet Farm? We're in Huntersville. Okay. Huntersville, mm -hmm. North Carolina. And then we have a day program in Asheville. And explain about where, where in Huntersville Heinz Feet is. Yeah, we're off of Black Farms Road. So originally all that land was farmland. And uh, the Foyle family out of Concord built, uh, bought about 30 acres 23 years ago and started a nonprofit organization. Their son was injured in an automobile crash and had a severe traumatic brain injury. And they had a vision and a dream to have a place where Philip could live and have purpose in his life and have peers and get better and have a life filled with recovery and, and purpose and um, started the day program and then eventually opened up a residential home. We were able to purchase some property next door and now we have two residential homes, our day program. And like I said, we have a program in Asheville. Deborah, when I came out to Heinz Feet for the first time, I, I really didn't know what Heinz Feet was. The Chamber of Commerce was having a business mixer out there. Um, so we, we had a, they, they had a little building that we had it in. And that looks like a barn. And then, okay. when, and then when they said they're going to be giving tours, and I kind of looked, I said, that looks like a stable. And all of a sudden, I watched these horses walking. I said, 
there are horses. <laughs> and, and I'm in there and I'm, I, I, I get into the stall. Probably shouldn't have done that, but I'm in the stall. I'm, plant, I'm petting the horses. And, and uh, I was just so excited that we had a business, ch- a Chamber of Commerce business after hours at Heinz Feet. And, and it was just fascinating. How many horses do you have at Heinz Feet? We currently have four horses and one miniature donkey. So we have Aww. three horses, two that we do therapeutic riding with, and then um, a miniature horse and a miniature donkey, fondly named after the founders, Martin and Puddin. Oh, okay. Puddin is the horse. Puddin. Martin is the donkey. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've got about 30 seconds. Uh, when we come back, I want to ask you some more questions about Heinz Feet Farm and the things that you do, particularly how you work with people with brain injuries with that. And uh, then we're going to get over here and we're going to talk about Painted Sky Ranch in Mooresville. So stay with us on Town Talk. We'll be right back after these words from our sponsors. This big dog will fight when you rattle his cage. You'll be sorry that you messed Aiken. with For those of you who are streaming with us, we're still here uh, live. We're on Facebook Live. We're on Twitter, which is now X, which I still, you know, I I talk about this. I don't know how you, I don't know how you X out. I used to tweet, but I don't know how you X out. LinkedIn, YouTube, so all of the streaming channels. Uh, For those of you watching us, uh, I've got my cowboy hat. I couldn't wear it because I got my headphones uh, on, and Jeff also brought his. So we took our hats off in the building like good cowboys. Um, but uh, for those of you who are streaming with us, thank you. I want to share a little bit about our Chamber of Commerce activities coming up. Um, tomorrow, we are actually right now, right now as we speak, Rick Law. Uh, we're having a ribbon cutting here in Cornelius. Lake Norman Chambers have a ribbon cutting of Rick Law. They are a divorce, family law, and estate planning. Uh, so we have a bunch of Chamber of Commerce members out there at Rick Law right now. And, and they're getting together at a, at a business mixer. Tomorrow, we're having an education power lunch, and it's, it's presented by Atrium Health. Um, we're going to be having our 2024 Educators of the Year. We'll be recognizing Jacqueline Clark from Langtree Charter School up in Morrisville. She's going to be recognized as our Charter School uh, Teacher of the Year. Karen Powell, who is with Grace Covenant Academy, will represent the private Educator of the Year, and then Kimberly Cortland was Marancus Middle College High School uh, with Charlotte Mecklenburg School. She's going to be our Public School Teacher of the Year, and then we give out an award every year to a corporation or business who has really worked with um, career planning and training and vocational training and apprenticeships and internships, uh, and that is going to Champion Tire and Wheel. They're going to be recipients of our Inspire Our Future Award. I know Bill in the other room is a big NASCAR fan. Uh, Champion Tire. They actually, uh, every race team at the Daytona and all of NASCAR teams use tires that come out of Cornelius, North Carolina. So uh, the the folks of Champion Tire, most of them are going to be at Daytona and they're not going to be with us, but uh, the CFO will be there. How many seconds we got left? For those of you who are streaming with us, we're going back live in just a second. And thank you for staying with us. And uh, we're going to be live on Time Talk in just a second. Call now to speak with Lake Norman Chamber President Bill Russell at 844-STUDIO-4. It's Town Talk on 105.9-100.7 WSIC. Welcome back to Town Talk. I'm your host, Bill Russell. I have Beth Callahan. She's the Executive Director of Heinz Feed Farm. Deborah and Jeff Shook, they're the co-owners of Painted Sky Ranch, and later on the program, we have Sophie and Macy Bradford. Looking forward to having the Bradford t- twins on. Um, before we went to break, we were talking about Heinz Feet Farm, Beth, and and um, how does Heinz Feet utilize the horses 
uh, for those that might have uh, brain injuries. We utilize our horses in so many ways, just having them in the pastures. We have two pastures on the property and they're nestled. Uh, our houses are on each end of that. So our residents who live there are able to see the horses, go out and feed the horses and just be a part of, of that. And it means so much to them to be able to um, decrease their stress just by watching them. And it gives them a lot of courage and motivation to want to take them a snack. We have volunteers, we have a tremendous amount of volunteers that come out to our farm twice a day, 365 days a year to feed and, and manage them. But they also incorporate the folks that live there, the, the individuals with brain injury. So on a day to day basis, that's how we enjoy them and utilize them in ways that is just immeasurable in rehabilitation and recovery. We also have a therapeutic writing instructor, Allison Spazoff, who arranges at least four to six rides a year with the folks that attend our day program and a few of our residents. Many of our residents physically are unable to ride, but we do have a, a therapeutic riding ring where we train walkers. So we have to have at least three to four people with the individual that's riding when they ride either in the paddock or we also have trail riding for them and we maintain that trail. So the therapeutic riding is very beneficial. We go through their medical physicians and rehabilitation again to make sure that they're prepared and um, we use that and help with physical therapy and helping them with, you know, their trunk control and just being able to have some hip flexion. And so those are things that will, again, um, give those individuals a goal. They know that a ride's going to come up in a couple of months. And so we have a, a simulator that they can work on their balance and being able, again, to have some flexion to, to be able to sit on the horse. But the, the confidence building and, again, the motivation is just tremendous. Deborah, Jeff, were y'all familiar at all with, with Heinz Feet? Uh, yes. Uh, how have you heard the organization? I have some folks that take riding lessons from me that okay. um, are sure. with uh, like volunteers. Volunteers, yeah, yes. They say we're on the ground and we help the kids. But, you know, we know everything about uh, leading the horse and grooming and all, but we want to get on and ride and learn ourselves. So that's I, I knew about you guys. Mm-hmm. Beth, you said you had, I think you said you had four horses and did you say a donkey? Four yes. horse and donkey? <laughs> uh, what kind of horses do you have? We have... Um, a Percheron mm -hmm. and a quarter horse. <coughs> uh, we have two quarter horses mm -hmm. and then the miniature horse. Okay. And um, how often do you ride? Well, again, it depends on the weather. We right. were talking about that earlier, but we try to do at least three in the fall and three in the spring. And where do you ride? You ride on our right property. There, just mm -hmm. on the campus. Right on our property. How big is it? How well, we have um, 32 acres, approximately 32 acres, but our riding ring is settled in the back of the property. So we have, a, you know, a normal paddock, normal ring to ride in. And then we also have a trail that loops about a quarter of a mile in the woods on our property in the backside. What's the specific benefits of the, the therapeutic training that you get through horses? What are, what are those benefits? Right. I think, again, physically, it's um, balance and coordination, and it's helping individuals who have significant disabilities with some, some trunk control. It helps them to sit up straighter. It helps them with their rhythm and their movement. They um, have to listen. They have uh -huh. to focus. Mm -hmm. They have to, and that's huge after a brain injury. Their attention spans are often impaired. They have a difficult time paying attention. They have a difficult time processing information. But when you put them on a horse, 
they are able to slow down and focus and listen and pay attention to what that lead is telling them to do. And it's just really amazing to see some of them not only ride around the ring, but then if they're ever able to go on the trail. We had a girl recently, you know, they got the horse up to a gallop and wow. she was elated. That had been her goal for about two or three years. Oh, that's nice. Um, Lily wanted to do that. And she and, and we all heard about it for days and weeks <laughs> that that she got yeah. to gallop on Bailey. And that was huge. I bet that was on your website. And I saw this uh, quote uh, from Habakkuk. Uh, 319. It says, the Lord God is my strength and he will make my feet like hinds feet and he will make me walk upon mine high places. Yes. That is so cool. You t- you talked about the founders. Um, share a little bit. Of, who was Puddin? Yeah, Puddin Foyle um, was the wife of Martin and the mother of Philip and Martin, uh, Quincy and Mary Foyle. And um, Puddin was also a descendant of the Lance family. She was a Venevery from the Charlotte area originally. And, um, you know, when when their son was injured, they, like most individuals or families, now we know a little bit more about brain injury than we did in 1984. But when Philip was injured, they were thrust into a um, situation where, again, they didn't know they were dependent on the medical professionals to help them get through that. And then they traveled all around the country, certainly around North Carolina, trying to find a place for their son that would provide the quality that they expected and the attention and care that he needed and um, ended up bringing him home and taking care of him at home. And, but she had this dream of having uh, a facility that could house Philip and five other people. I don't know that she thought about a day program. Um, She did pick the name. Uh, She chose the name from Habakkuk. Yes. Mm -hmm. She was very spiritual and, and she felt that um, any family or individual going through this just needed to be strengthened. And, and she loved that scripture. And so that's how we got the name. I think Marty had a, he was their son. He was asked to be the executive director. So he was the original executive director until just recently. He retired a couple months ago. And um, he had a, I think he was going to name it Rama Creek or something indigenous to the area. But but she had her name chosen as Heinz Feet. And, and Putin's past now. Wooden has passed. Yeah, yeah. One of our houses is named after her. Our our largest residential home is called Puddin's Place. And talk, of course our miniature horse is Puddin. Talk about <laughs> your so your background because you've worked with, with kids with spina bifida, with cerebral palsy. Talk about your background and what brought you here to Heinz Feet. Yeah. So um, I started out working at a specialty hospital in Virginia in the eighties, back when brain injury uh, individuals were just beginning to survive. The the Trauma Services Act had passed in our country and we were beginning to take better care of people. Or, or help them stay alive after trauma. And I was, um, it uh, actually, it's kind of strange. I feel like my career's gone full circle. I worked on a farm then. It, it was uh, it was not an active farm, but it was 1,200 acres of land and they had horses. And I learned about therapeutic riding very early on in my career in rehabilitation. But again, we saw children mostly with spina bifida and CP, our cerebral palsy ride horses. And they were smaller individuals. So watching adults um, be able to benefit from that now is huge. But um, I I worked for Cumberland Hospital for Children in Virginia, and that was a little bit of horse country, New Kent, Virginia. And then we, um, they moved me to North Carolina. So I covered the state because again, brain injury is a very specialized niche in the medical and rehabilitation field. And so we got a lot of kids from this area, so I moved to North Carolina and spent the rest of my career working in both the public and private sector. Got to know the, Mr. and Mrs. Foyle early on after Phillips' injury, 
And so watch them um, advocate, fundraise, do some amazing work both in this state and nationally and even internationally, um, raising awareness of brain injury. I, I know we've talked about it. Uh, many, many facilities work with vets who may have had PTSD. Uh, your facility, I don't think you really have vets that you work with, although you said I think you had yeah, one out there. It comes and goes. Okay. We do have one gentleman that comes here to Huntersville who is a veteran. Asheville has probably two or three up there. How can people volunteer? People can volunteer on our website. We have a volunteer packet, um, again, because we're working with folks with disability who have guardians. And so we have a whole packet of information that you can sign off learning about us and sign in. You know, we have tap confidentiality statements and all that. And then if you're specifically interested in the horse volunteer program, then we have a, a volunteer coordinator who trains you to work with our horses and get to know our facility and our residents and members. And that website? www.hindsfeetfarm.org and that's h-i-n-d-s <laughs> you talked you touched on this a little while ago but but how is the farm funded yes we are a nonprofit, so our residents well we have a variety of funding um funding we have what i call blended funding there are some private funds there are funds where individuals have been injured um in a work-related Injured, you know, work-related accident um, or at the cause of someone else so that some people have settlements after an injury. And then we also work with state and public funding. And then we take all the donations that we can get. And I also saw this on the website intrigued me. What is Paddock Palooza? Paddock Palooza. So, so um, our director of development, Amanda Mooborn, had the idea a while back to, to have a, I think she was going to call it Party at the Paddock. <laughs> during Kentucky Derby time. And we were going to have sponsorships and have people come out. Well, that was in 2020. And so it did not occur. So um, she kept that idea alive and it turned into something called Paddock Palooza. We are now, we've had two, and that was um, a local artisan's market where we had local artists come out and buy a spot. So it was not really a fundraiser but it was a way to raise awareness because as Huntersville has grown, the brain injury community is very small and we're almost known more nationally or throughout the state than we are here um, because we do have individuals from that come from about five counties to day program. And I've got about six different states out of nine residents. So we wanted a, an event at the farm that would bring people from our community out. And so we have local artisans markets and we have food trucks and um, people get to come out and spend the day and get to see us and know who what we're all about. And again, if people want any information on your organization, they can go to www.hindsfeetfarm.com. Org. Uh, org. Hindsfeetfarm.org. Yes. Or they can call the Lake Norman Chamber of Commerce and we'll go. be happy to share a little bit of information. I got to tell you, I, I, again, I I really enjoyed the event that you had. Uh, it was it was May of 2022 uh, during Small Business Week. And so uh, it was part of our Small Business Week activities. We got together and, and I walked out there and I saw the horses walking around the corral. I was like, oh, this is so cool. Uh, those of People you who tend not us, to forget it when they come there one time. It's, it's embedded and it's a very beautiful place. All of our buildings are very pretty. We'll be right back after these words from our sponsor. Never... 
Those of you streaming with us, uh, welcome back. We're going to continue to talk about Chamber of Commerce activities, uh, playing a little bit of uh, Toby Keith. Uh, I, I am a huge. I asked uh, Bill if he could play some Toby Keith because I'm. That's probably one of my all-time favorite performers. We lost him uh, just about a week ago. Uh, devastating. That's two, two and six months for me because I'm also a huge Jimmy Buffett fan. Yeah. So Jimmy Buffett, Toby Keith. Um, but uh, I just saw a program. Uh, about Toby Keith, and he was giving an interview in the last few weeks and had a tremendous faith. Uh, so that was at least comforting that uh, he did that. I was talking about our educators of the year. We're going to have that tomorrow again. Jacqueline Clark, K Karen Powell, Kimberly Cortland, all being recognized uh, tomorrow. Then tomorrow night, 5.30 to 7, Business After Hours is going to be hosted by Nate Conley. He is one of our chamber ambassadors at Cornerstone Caregiving, North Carolina. And actually, Nate was in here talking about elder care and some of the things that he does in a previous town talk show. So uh, don't miss that opportunity to network and grow your businesses. Um, I, you may not be familiar. The Chamber of Commerce last year had 98 networking events, not 98 wow. networking events in one year. That's two a week. Wow. So that's a lot of getting together. Uh, 52 seminars, uh, I mean, excuse me, 52 ribbon cuttings and 33 seminars. So a lot going on this coming Friday. We're having the uh, three mayors, Cornelius, uh, Mayor Woody Washam, Rusty Knox from Davidson, uh, Christy Clark from Huntersville. They're all going to be at the Chamber of Commerce, 830 to 930 on something we call the Focus Friday, where they're going to be talking about what's going on with the town. So if you want to know transportation improvements, when they're going to finish with Gilead Road in Huntersville, what's happening in Cornelius, what developments is taking place, which... There are a lot of development taking place in North Mecklenburg. That's coming up. Marketing seminar, Tuesday, February 20th. And this is something that you might want to attend from 3 o'clock, 3.30 to 5 o'clock. It's going to be Design Like a Boss, Mastering Canva. Uh, so it's, it's a marketing program that, that can help you create brochures and flyers and things that you can send out. Um, JPEGs on the internet. So again, that's coming up. And then um, Friday, February 22nd, we have a ribbon cutting with Southern Tide. That's 10 to 11. Uh, that's taking place. And, and uh, we got that going on as well. A um, lot of things going on at the Chamber of Commerce. Thursday, February 29th, uh, 4 to 5.30, we're having a Lake Norman membership orientation for either new or longtime chamber members, uh, which is an opportunity to come out and find out more about how you can utilize your chamber advantage. And uh, that's just some of the things taking place at the Lake Norman Chamber of Commerce. Uh, Deborah, when was the first time you got on a horse? <laughs> I don't remember. Actually, I was so young. My dad said I was three. <laughs> three years old. Three Jeff? years old, yes. Jeff? Uh, I was about 22, I would say. Oh, you got a late start. I did. Unless it was 22 months. No, <laughs> no 22 years. After and, he and, met me. And a little while ago, Beth Beth admitted that she's worked with horses, been with horses, played with horses, socialized with horses, but haven't been on a horse yet. So we're gonna we're gonna have to get Beth skilled up and and uh, got to get her riding. Um, you know, I was showing her pictures before this started uh, of a picture of when I was probably three uh, three years old. I'm I'm sitting out and I'm holding one of the horses, and then I was on the horse by Ford. Had a pony by the time I was five. Hey, we'll talk okay. about that in just a second. Yeah. Uh, for those of you streaming with us, we're going back live on Town Talk in about ten seconds. Thank you for being with us. Town Talk continues now. Here's your host, Lake Norman Chamber President Bill Russell on 105.9 100.7 WSIC. 
Welcome back to Town Talk. I'm Bill Russell, your host. I have Beth Callahan. She's executive director at Hines Feet Farm, Deborah Shook, and Jeff Shook. They are the co-owners, instructors at Painted Sky Ranch. A little while later, Sophie Bradford and Macy Bradford. Uh, and we're talking all things horses. And I mean, I, I got to keep telling you, I, uh, about two months ago, they announced at Rotary. Uh, I've been a member of Rotary since 1997. And we've never had a dress up day at Rotary. Never done that. I mean, not, not in all these years. And they announced on Valentine's Day, we're all going to dress up in Western wear. And so wear your Lucchese boots and your belt buckles and, and all things Western. And and I said, I got this. <laughs> I absolutely got this. So I said, okay, if I'm going to be dressed up at Rotary in Western wear, um, I, and actually I asked Nelson Royal if they could come too. And it, there's a horse show going on somewhere, some kind of events, so trade shows. So he couldn't be here. But uh, I said, I wanted to have a program that it was for, uh, focused on equestrian and horseback riding and that type of thing, because that's something, uh, that's one of my passions. I've always enjoyed being on, on horses. Um Beth asked a really great question. Again, I was sharing that uh, I had a horse. I have two horses. Uh, when I was five years old, they gave me a pony, and uh, he was he was not broke. And uh, I was five, and uh, this this little pony threw me off more times than than I stayed on. And I named him Dynamite because <laughs> I went off the horse. And uh, my dad would put me right back on the horse and, and or pony and said, uh, he's, you got to show him who's boss. And of course, I said, uh, he's boss. Uh, <laughs> and my mother really fussed at my father for putting me back on that pony. But mm -hmm. uh, on that pony, I went until we broke that pony. But uh, Beth was asking the question, OK, what's the difference between a pony and a horse? And where do ponies come from? And I, I said, well, I, I, ponies are ponies. Ponies are little miniature pony, uh, horses. Uh, but, you know, if you're out west, sometimes the cowboys refer to the horses as ponies. So you guys are the masters of, of equestrian. What's the difference between a pony and a horse? And where do ponies come from? Well, a pony is 14.2 hands and under. And a horse is above that. So... You know, I, I I had ponies when I was little, but and I didn't pay attention too much about it. But um, <laughs> <laughs> so I suspect ponies come from, yeah, no other ponies. <laughs> so you you you, you yeah yeah tall horses. You admitted that you you know you kind of started early. Uh, yeah. Did you start on a pony or did you start on a horse? It was a pony. Yes. Um, yeah. I uh, uh, the story is that. Um, when I guess I was out in the yard playing with my mom and um, my dad's friend came down the road on a Tennessee walker, which you told me you owned yeah, one I've of got those. A Tennessee walker. Yeah, traveler. <laughs> yep. And put me on the saddle, took me for a ride. And I obviously enjoyed it so much that I, when my dad got me off, I pitched a fit. I cried and <laughs> the dad said my whole neighborhood could hear it. So uh, he said, well, I guess I'll get her a horse. A pony. Guess I get her a pony. So that's how it started for me anyway. So we were lucky enough to have some acreage in our backyard. And so I grew up with them. So I got to see, you know, I got to see them roll in the dirt and, you know, run. And in the wintertime, they would breathe and you could see the, the, you know, the smoke coming out of the of their nose, you know, like a dragon. It, it was really, really neat to be able to, Jeff, to see that. I know dang well, Jeff, you didn't grow up on a pony. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, a ask you a question. Um, where is Painted Sky Ranch? And tell me a little bit about it. Painted Sky Ranch is located between Mooresville and China Grove off of 152 
And if you go down 152, you'll actually hang a right on Deal Road. And then we're down on Mayberry Lane. Mm -hmm. What inspired you to, to open up a ranch? Well, I decided that uh, after I was boarding horses for a long time and I started teaching and then uh, we just decided, I know this is what Jeff said. I just said, Jeff, I said, you know, I said, we are up to five horses now and uh, it's just getting real expensive. And he said, well, just sell one. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I mean, they're family, right? Yeah, right, I mean, right. I, I'm not a horse trader. So, so anyway, so that just kind of got us started looking for our own farm. And lo and behold, we, uh, Jeff, one day he just went out, way out in Mooresville area and found a Painted Sky Ranch. <laughs> how, so, how many horses do you have? We have 14 total, 14. seven boarders and seven of our own. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And what kind of horses do you have? They're all quarter horses and they're all colors. We have Palominos. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. We have paint horses. We have Appaloosas. We have bays. What else do we have, Deb? Uh, did you say, you said paint horses. That's it. Yeah, yep. that's it. What, what style of riding do y'all do? Western. All Western. Yeah, we love Western. I grew up Western riding. I did take some English, did Hunter Jumper, loved it. But my passion's Western. I just, I love, I love that. I got to tell you, when I was, when I was like 17, uh, my aunt had an English saddle and I'd always been on a Western saddle. And I decided, okay, I'm, I'm now I, I didn't tell you the story, but the, the, the horse I was on was Stoney. He was wild as heck. And um, they put me on this English saddle, and of course I rode him with the English saddle and got up to my great-grandfather's house. And that horse turned around, and he decided he was going back to the barn. Uh -oh. And I was woeing the horse. I mean, I was pulling back on those reins, and that dang thing just ran straight to the barn. He was not listening to me, no matter what I did. Got back to the barn, didn't come off the horse. My, my heart was beating in my chest, uh, and I said, never again on, on an English saddle. I'm just not going to do that. Um, what what kind of uh, for for horse riders? Uh, what ages do you work with, and and what do you what is the normal charge? We do. Um, I would say uh, if if you're doing a lesson, a perfect age is probably eight. I think as you grow older, you know. Some we have. I've had some starting at five. They've had a little horse experience before, and they do really well. Um, uh, we do smaller, like we'll do a 30-minute lesson for the younger children just because of, you know, the focus issues that you'll, you know, only about 30 minutes is good. We'll do an hour, hour and a half. Um, if we do like a 30-minute lesson, that's a one-on-one. -on -one. Uh, we do 75 a person. If we do an hour lesson, that's 105. If we do an hour and a half, that's 120. Uh, we do group lessons. We do private lessons. We do adults. We do children. So we really don't, there's not really too much of an age limit sure. um, for that. You said you board horses. Um, uh, you know, do you have any openings if, if somebody wanted to board their horse there at Painted Sky? No. Well, it's unfortunate, but it's also fortunate. We have a waiting list um, and we never really have any vacancy. Right. It's just, just apparently there's not enough Western barns in this area and We've been blessed. We've been blessed. Yeah. Now, I know we're uh, we're a long ways, really, from summer camps, but not if you're going to register. Tell me about yeah. the summer camps at Painted Sky. They have started already calling, so it's it's probably, you know, now they're really going ahead and planning their summer. Um, we gonna have, we're going to have two this year. The Let's see, June 10th 
11th, 12th, 13th. <laughs> I have to figure that. 10th, 11th, 12th, and 13th. And then the 24th through the 27th, 9.30 to 4. And it's all day about horses. So um, we'll start out with riding in the morning. We also do, um, we're going to do some scavenger hunts. Uh, we're going to do games. And then we're going to end the week with a little rodeo. So all the kids will, you know, learn to ride. And we'll teach them how to do some of the events like our pole pinning and barrel racing. And we'll have an announcer, and they'll come in the arena, and we'll time them, and we're going to have ribbons, and so the you know, family can come and watch and cheer them on. So it's, it's always a fun week. And, of course, we paint the horses. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> then uh, we do a lot of that. Bathe them, ride bareback, all the things that a lot of the kids, you know, haven't had an opportunity to do if they, you know, didn't own a horse when they were small. Deb, I know you have two horses that are a bit of a celebrity. Can you tell us about that? Yes, we do. Um, we have a horse named Honey, and she was in a commercial, it's been a, a while back, a uh, North Carolina education lottery commercial. So that was pretty neat. Oh, cool. Um, yeah. Yeah. She was over, uh, she was uh, led down the road as the lady comes in the, the bar and she's, you know, talking about the lottery. And uh, so she had her few minutes of fame wasn't on that, national television. Wasn't that the Earnhardt's? That was the Earnhardt's, yeah. Dale um, Jr.'s little mm-hmm. Western town. Western, yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. And Renee was, uh, Renee and Carrie, uh, they led uh, Honey, and they had a horse. So they were in their long uh, Western outfits and cowboy hats, and they were leading the horses down the road as the girl comes in the saloon to talk about the the lottery so you could kind of see them out in the in the road so that was pretty cool um and then uh last summer uh we had a magazine that uh, wanted to interview us about um local trail rides where you didn't have to go all the way out west to enjoy a, a beautiful a beautiful countryside so uh so the Cur- horse his name magazine, is, yeah, huh? yeah, Lake Norman Current. So, yeah. uh, so they interviewed us, but Trigger, <laughs> he made he made the front page. <laughs> you had a Trigger, okay. yeah, yeah. He made the front page, so it was it was really pretty. So, well, we got we got about thirty seconds yeah. left. I know you're closed on. I think. Uh, Saturdays and Sundays? No, uh, Fridays. Fridays and, and Sundays. Sundays. We take that um, day. If off. somebody wants information on Painted Sky Ranch, they can go where. is my number, or they can give me a call. Uh, Or or you have a website. The website, www.paintedskyranchoflakenorman.com. Paintedskyranch.com. I want to thank both, all three of you for being here today. We're going to change out and have the Bradford Twins in just a second. But thank you very much for what you do at Hind Feed Farm. Thank you very much at Painted Sky Ranch. It's great to have you, and we'll be back in just a few moments afterwards from our sponsors. On the brink of danger, riding shotgun for the Texas Rangers. No question, man. Haven't you been told? It's Town Talk with Lake Norman Chamber President Bill Russell on 1059 100.7 WSIC. Local starts here. Welcome back to Town Talk. I'm your host, Bill Russell. I have a real treat. I have Sophie Bradford and Macy Bradford. Have either of y'all been on the radio before? No. So this is the first time. This is the first time it's on the radio. The uh, Bill, I have a question for you. Bill, my producer in the other room, uh, other, other room. Do you know what? You do a word of the day. Bill does a word of the day every day. What was today's word? Deft. Deft? Deft. Uh, deft. D-E-F-T. I got it. Yes. Do you know what equitation is? Equitation. No. The equitation is the art and practice of horsemanship and horse riding. 
Now, these two ladies know that because they are champion equitation. I, I had to look that up too. I, 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 I've had a, I had a pony from the time I was like four or five years old. Got two horses now. Had no idea what equitation was. It's a, quite a word. I love it. Bill, I'm, I'm, I'm in there last night. I was getting ready for bed, and Macy uh, uh, texted me because I'd asked, okay, what what are some of the national titles? Because I knew these two ladies were in a lot of national title, national competition. Absolutely. (laughs) And I I get this text and it was like two or three pages of of text. And she was going like, well, I I really just kind of hit the highlights. (laughs) Just a few. Oh, just just that. Okay. My God. Macy, uh, 2022 uh, Equitation Champion, uh, 2023 WTC Equitation National Champion, Senior Finalist Reserve Showmanship, uh, Sophie, same thing, 13-14, showmanship champion, equitation champion, um, champion, 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 <laughs> champion. Uh, and it's it's like dozens of, of things here. Um, for those of you who may not be familiar, um, Sophie and Macy are the daughters of Shay and John Bradford. Uh, of course, uh, John's a real close friend of mine, uh, fraternity brother, actually. He's a podcast fraternity guy. He went to Clemson. University, I, I went to went through, but uh, John has been our representative for District 98 and uh, now running for Congress in the 8th District. I know you guys are excited about your dad, uh, and I know you went to the debate a few weeks ago that he was in. But I want to ask you a question about y'all. When did you start riding at the same time? Yes, um, we started riding the summer of 2011. Um, we took a horse camp, and our older sister did it previously, but we were so interested in it, and our mom asked. Just one random day. She's like, yeah, do you guys want to do the exact same camp? And we're like, yes, let's do it. And we liked it so much that we just ended up sticking with it. And this coming March will be, or well, this coming May will be our 13th year of riding. So what age were you on a horse? I think the first day or like the first time we were on a horse, we were newly four. Yeah. Around four years old. Yeah. Okay. And we talked about this a couple of weeks ago. Uh, you guys are twins, but she's a little bit older. Yes. 45 seconds. For, 45 <laughs> yep. seconds older. Does she ever remind you of that? Sometimes. <laughs> a little bit. If someone asks, who's older? I'm always like, it's me, guys. I let her have her glory. Yes. What What was the first horse that you were on? What kind? Honestly, I'm not sure what breed he was. He might have been a Connemara, um, but his name was Casper, and he was just this flea-bitten pony, and I thought he was huge, but once I grew up, he very, very small. Bill, uh, John John Bradford sent me some photos, and, and for those of you who are streaming uh, and we're watching this on YouTube, uh, can you put some of those up, Bill, because they're just amazing to look at, uh, <laughs> and you guys can see photos of yourself uh, with all the ribbons and, and things that adorn you and the championship ribbons. Uh, I, I just, you know, I can't even, I can't even imagine what it's like to participate in national. Who talked you into, or how did you determine you were going to be a national championship participant? Look at this. That I think that's just <laughs> that. That is. Uh, how old were you guys in that photo right there? Oh gosh, that was probably one of our first. That shows. was 2015. So like um, eight, eight, eight years old. Yeah. yeah. Uh, eight years old, already winning national competitions. That is amazing. Um, I was just asking you, you know, what inspired you to compete on a national level? Um, it, I mean, it takes a lot of confidence, definitely, to get into that show ring. But there's a point where you get to and you're like, I want to go for bigger. I want to go for better. And so, um, you know, there's a lot of local shows. And so you work up 
throughout the year you go from local and then you go further and further. And then uh, in November, there's the national championships, which um, a lot of bar and like, it depends uh, how long you can be or how long you've been showing for. But Macy and I have been showing for how long? Eight seasons. Eight now. seasons. So yes. around eight years. Um, and this was our third nationals. Yes. So we have gone to national championships three uh, times. Macy, where, and you can chime into, where are these uh, national? Are they at one place or are they just spread out throughout? So every year it's November. It's usually the first week in November. Um, it's held at the Tennessee Miller Coliseum in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Um, and 2023, I think around 13 barns came and rode. And there's been years where it was over 1,000 something riders that come together and compete. And it's a three day long championship horse show. And throughout the days, it's kind of like eliminatory. So if you don't make top 10 one day, you might not be able to move on to the next in a certain division. Now, and in the pictures I was seeing, and it's probably throughout, are always English saddles? Yes. yes. So do you ever ride Western? No. Um, at our barn that we ride at, we ride at Boone's Farm and Stable in Concord. Um, we have one horse who has trained Western pleasure, but we practice primarily English. <laughs> and you actually work at a stable. I do. I do work at the stable we ride at. Okay. Actually. And that's that's named? That's what uh, kind of? Boone's Farm and Stables. Boone's Farm and Stables. Yes. Okay. And, and how, often do you, how often do you ride? Twice a week. Mm -hmm. Twice a week. Oh, yeah. wow. Tuesdays and Thursdays. Um. What is your favorite type of horse to ride on? Um, I'm a little biased because this is the whole, I mean, these, we've been around the same breeds our whole, you know, the years we've been riding. <laughs> so uh, definitely an American Saddlebred. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, do you ever go trail riding? During the summer, usually when it's hot, we have just outside trails or little paths that we'll follow. And actually yesterday, so now we're at the barn helping some younger kids. And they got to go out for the first time in a while because we've been kind of cooped up in the arena for winter since it's so cold and it's been really muddy and wet outside. Right, right. So we got to take a few kids out on a trail ride. And it's just a quick little fresh air kind of break, but it's really, really fun. Yeah. Does Shay and, and John ride? No, we've been trying to convince our mom to ride, actually. <laughs> that would be so we, fun to watch, We've been though. like, come on, Mom, you know you want to, because she loves being at the barn, and she loves helping out at the horse shows. Yeah. And in 2022, or no, it was 2021, it was our first nationals. We dragged our dad along with us, and we couldn't find him, and he ended up being in one of the stalls, helping muck out the stalls. Yeah. Now, John has to ride, though, right? John's John's been on a horse. John Bradford think, has I not? I, have, I, no, so. I don't think he's ever ridden a horse before. Oh, I don't know my. if either of them have ever Gosh, we're going to have a, a conversation about that. I would love to see that happen, though. <laughs> I would. <laughs> Let me ask you a question. I was going to ask you what you would say to a, to a, to a young person, but it should be... you. What, you should say something to your parents, but what would you say to a young person that might be your age, 16, 15, um, that has never been on a horse? Why should they uh, get on a horse? I would say just riding horses and just being around horses in general, it can teach you so many lessons because it teaches you a lot of responsibility and just how to maintain yourself and others. Um, and also, I firmly believe that it's never too late to start riding a horse because people learn at different rates. Some people start younger, some people start older, but I just feel like it's such a good thing to learn. And you? Um, I have always been a very strong animal person, and I know a lot of people also are very big on animals. And so I think if you really are drawn to any sort of animal, a horse is just the greatest thing to be around. They teach you patience. They teach you responsibility, like Macy and said. A lot of confidence. A too. lot of confidence, you know. It's just, it's such a 
blessing to have to be around these animals. And horses are a privilege. Yeah. 100%. And it's never too late to start. Oh, yeah. Never. <laughs> um, again, my dad uh, put me on a horse when I was, I was probably three or four years old. And, and uh, I had a pony. I started off on a pony. Y'all started off on horses. Yes. Yes. I started off on a pony. I, I will say that. And uh, uh, my pony was named Dynamite. And the reason I named him Dynamite was because he was not broke and he kept throwing me off. And dad <laughs> said, uh, you're going to teach him who's the boss. And I'm going, well, he's the boss. Uh, but I named him Dynamite. And uh, again, my dad was a big horse person. He's the one that brought Traveler and, and, and Duke into our lives. Uh, when he passed away, one of the things that we, we put on his, on his tombstone uh, was, if you climb in the saddle, be ready for the ride. So that's a, that's a, that's a good, good thing to, to, to live by. Um, you guys are also in my Junior Leadership Blake Norman program. And, and Junior Leadership is, is for high school juniors, uh, so 16 years of age. Uh, that uh, we, we have, I think, uh, about 12, 15 young people from seven different high schools. What are you getting out of junior leadership like Norman, and why did you decide to go through it? Um, well, one of the main reasons is our siblings also did it, but it teaches you just a lot of leadership skills, and we get to go around and see different leaders and people who are in our community and what makes it better, and I feel like that's just really interesting, and it's a really good thing to know. Yeah, like, um, to tag along with what she said, it. I think it's really interesting to figure out, you know, more information about the town you live in and where you're growing up and just how, you know, the parts that a lot of people don't talk about and how they work and how it, everything kind of connects in one way. Now, I know back, back to horses. I know you said that you, you go riding at the stable. Do you own a horse? We do not. Um, we have discussed it, um, but we've never really gotten to that point. So both Sophie and I, we ride our lesson horses that are provided at our barn and we have a few that go to shows and some that are just primarily lesson horses at home. Um, but we show our lesson horses, which is what most academy barns are, which is what we do. Because the style of riding that we do, it's saddle seat and there's two levels. It's performance and academy. Performance is a step up and we're an academy. So we get to ride our lesson horses that are provided by our barn. Wow. How, how many different uh, competitions have you been in? A lot. Yeah. yeah. Um, we go to about... Well, this year I know we have 13 Academy shows on our schedule. Mm -hmm. We try to go to as many as we can because it's really good to practice before nationals, but it's usually ranging around 10 a year. Mm -hmm. And your next event? Um, March 9th. It's oh. in it, Yes, it's in Clemson, um, and it's called ASAC. It's American Saddlebred Association of the Carolinas. You're gonna be. You're gonna be. Uh, so, Dad, uh, if he can, if he's not campaigning, I'm sure he's gonna want to go to Clemson and watch oh, yeah. you guys. We usually camp at that arena. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and, are, and are you planning on going to Clemson when you graduate? I, I'm going to apply, but I'm definitely going for NC State. NC State and you? I'm, I'm the same. I think we've kind of converted into an NC State family. <laughs> All yeah. right. Well, uh, we're going to have to go. I, I so enjoyed having you here. If it's Wednesday afternoon, we're talking about our towns on Town Talk, WSIC. We'll see you next week. Adios. Serving you better than ever before. WSAC, Statesville, W290DK Mooresville, W264CU Statesville.